Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Good morning and a good vach. Kicking off together. Mitzvah This should be a, a beautiful, wonderful, productive week. A week of uh, good tidings and good news. A week of good to Basuris. A week of Siat Deshmai. A week of Shmira. Divine protection and assistance for Achenu. For all the Yidden everywhere. A week of success for all of us. And, and uh, what better way to kick off a new week and such good company over here with the Sunday Morning Breakfast and Learn program. And this morning, in honor of Parshas B'Shalach Rabbi we are going to be discussing a uh, B'Shalach topic. A lot of B'Shalach has to do with the Mun. A lot of Parshas B'Shalach is taken up with the description of the Mun, the narrative of the Mun, the details about the Mun. And Mun, as we know, wasn't just a one-time thing that uh, was in the Midbar. Uh, the Mun is something that... Uh, has nafkaminas till today, Shabbos, Kodesh, Parsh, B'Shalach, and coming Shabbos, uh, 2024, Tosh and Pei Dalet, the minute that we have on Shabbos of having Lecha Mishnah, having a double portion of Chala, two Chalas at the table, that comes from the Mun. And let's see the Pesukim together. Let's start with the Pesukim and Parsh, B'Shalach. Let's see this, Rabbi Say. So, um... <clears throat> So, they discovered after the man had fallen for a whole week on, on Friday and Erev Shabbos, they gathered Lecha Mishnah. They had it, what they gathered, they brought into their house, and, and every day when they would bring the man into their house, they would discover they had exactly enough for the people in their house. Right? On Friday, they all came home with a double amount of man. They had double the amount that they normally had. And they asked Moshe what's going on. And Moshe said, Shabbos and Shabbos, Kaidish Machar, Lashem Machar. They're not going to be, you won't find any money in the, in, the, in the field tomorrow. All the money for Shabbos came on Friday. So the double portion of the money was for, for Shabbos, Kaidish. Okay. So Shabbos was, was, um, was um, heralded. In the midbar, by a double portion of man falling on Erev Shabbos, and therefore we have a minute of having as a zecher to the double portion of man, we have lechem mishnah as well, which is mamish that's the lashon of the pasuk, right? That comes this this nusach of lechem mishnah is the pasuk says lachdu lechem mishnah. They got they had a double portion of lechem in the fields on Friday. So uh, what we're going to explore this morning is a few interesting details and halachas and nuances and minhagim that have to do with lechem mishnah and maybe a few nafkaminas that might have to do with um, a basic question as to what 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 the source of uh, where's lecha mishnah ultimately yes it is this lush on the pasik but in terms of how we make the tie-in between that how that produces this minig of having lecha mishnah two chalas at your shabbos table there may be more than one way of understanding how this pasik ends up generating that halacha and there may be some interesting halachic differences, halachic nafkaminas between different ways of understanding what that link is. So we're going to explore that together. First of all, just in terms of Lecha Mishnah, it's important to know there's really two halachas that are overlapping when we make the Lecha Mishnah um, at our Shabbos table, Friday night, Shabbos morning. We have the two chalas over there. There's two different halachas that overlap. There's the idea of Lecha Mishnah, having two chalas. 
and this idea of having shleiman. Now they should be whole chalas. These are really two different halachas, and sometimes you can have one without the other when necessary. So again, we always try to lichatchila have both of these halachas observed. So in other words, when we do lecha mission at our Shabbos table, we have two chalas Friday night, two chalas Shabbos morning, and we make sure both of those chalas are shleimim. And the Shal Shudas also, we'll see, we have Lech Abishan as well by Shal Shudas. Um, so you got to dig around in the freezer. By the time it comes to Shal Shudas, right, bring out uh, a frozen something, a frozen bagel, a frozen hot dog bun. Does that ever happen to anyone? No? It happens matzah. every single week? It's matzah a lot. Matzah, matzah, matzah was invented for Shal Shudas, right? I mean, during the year. During the year. Matzah was invented, Mamish was invented for Shal Shudas. Um, so we, we hunt around, we dig around until we find shleiman. Everyone's got to have shleiman, you have to have lechem, mission shleiman. But they're really two different halachas. And not only that's interesting, the mechaber only brings down the idea of two chalas. He doesn't even bring down shleiman. It's the Ramah that throws in the idea of shleiman. Mechaber says, Make sure by your suitors on Shabbos, you, you, you make hamaytzi on two loaves. The Ramah says shleimans, make sure they're also whole loaves. Okay, so we definitely observe both. But, but, when, uh, when, when, when unable, when someone is unable to have both of these halachas, when all you have, let's say, what, when could this happen? If you don't find anything in the freezer, or you have a lot of people over for shalashudas, and not not everybody washed at the same time, and there were people that uh, all your kids didn't always wash at the same time. Um, your kids come schlepping the table, which again, that's that's another one of these weekly occurrences at, at Reber House, right? Um, aside from the, the, the bagel making its uh, token appearance at the Shab- at the Shalashudas table, there's always kids that are schlepping in late. You have a lot of bachram over people that didn't weren't there for hamoitzi, and they come out, and the shleimim, lo and behold, have already been cut up. So they missed the shleimim, but very important to note, they didn't miss the lechem mishnah. The mishabru says already, bidi if all you have are two prusais, you only have two prusas, two sli- two slices. Pieces of challah that have been sliced up. So you take that, and that will be your lechem mishnah. So lechem mishnah, lechatchila, should be two loaves that are shalem, but you have the mishnah aspect without the shalem aspect as well. You still can have the mishnah without the shalem. So all you have, you came and you don't have any shalem left. There's no matzahs left. There's no frozen bagels around. There's just a challah that's been sliced up. So the, the right thing to do, the, 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 the correct thing to do, is still take two slices of challah. Make two, I might see on two slices of challah. Or if there's one shalem, and and another uh, challah has been sliced up. You make a hamaytzi on the shalim and a slice. You know, then you have one and a half shalim. Um, so you do have one without the other. But within this, though, th- there is another interesting halacha that's 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 uh, also very important to speak out. Lechatchila, um, you want to take two whole loaves. Bidiavid, you take two pieces of whatever you can get your hands on, even if they're already slices. What if they, there is one um, lechem left, one one challah left, and there's no slices. They, they had two challahs, they sliced up one entirely, it was already polished off by the time you get there, and there's one challah left. And you want to do lechem mishnah, and you remember this halacha, you can have lechem mishnah without the shalim. So you're going to take this challah that they brought out, this is what we have left, they bring you a challah, cut it in half, and make hamaytzi on two halves of the challah, so you have lechem mishnah, you don't have the shleimus, but you have at least lechem mishnah, so this actually doesn't work. This doesn't work. This now has, if you cut that chal in half, each half has now the status of a half a lechem. That's not called lechem mishnah anymore. That's called one lechem that you brought to two. The the uh, the netziv establishes a halacha um, that that 
whatever you're going to be doing by your Shabbos table for, for the Hamoitzi always has two statuses, before you cut it and after you cut it. And Lechem Mishnah has to be Lechem Mishnah before you cut it. After you cut it, it's obviously not called Lechem Mishnah, you start slicing it up to eat it. And Lechatchil, again, you're supposed to have two whole loaves. You t- and then you, you start cutting them up and you eat it and, 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 and you hand them out. Before you cut it, it's called Lechem. After you cut it, it's called a prusin. Halacha, we call that a prusa, a slice. Now, if when you come to the Shabbos table, all they have left are slices, so those two slices for you become lechem. That's now your lechem. And after you cut the slice, that 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 slice that's cut into two slices, that's called a prusa now. The prusa is not called lechem shalom, uh, is not called lechemish anymore. A prusa is a lechem, a former lechem that's been broken into two. So then Siv establishes in halacha that whatever was brought out to you to make hamaytzi on, once it's presented to you, once it's brought to you and put in front of you, that's now called lechem. And if you cut it up, that, that, that will now have the status of a prusa, even if you haven't yet made hamaytzi. Once it's presented to you, for you to be baytzayan, for you to make the brachan, to make the hamaytzi on, that is the status of, of, of the lechem. It's, therefore, if all they have left is one chala, and they bring that to you to make hamaytzi on, there's no way to make that into lechem mishnah anymore, and you're actually better off making the hamaytzi um, before you cut it up, you make the hamaytzi at least on the shalom. You got the shalom without the lechem mishnah because if you cut it and then you make the hamaytzi, you didn't get lechem mishnah, nor did you get the shalom. Okay, so in other words, in the halacha, again, lump this over here: this, the lechem and the prusa. You want to have lechem mishnah. Lechem mishnah lechatchila should be shleimim. Did the evad you can use slices to be lechem, and it wouldn't be the status of a prusa be a lechem that is established by whatever is in front of you when you come to sit down to make hamaytzi. After you you slice up whatever was presented to you, that becomes a prusa regardless of how it started. So it means if they only brought you one lechem, one challah, and then you and, and you cut it up before you make the bracha in order to have lechem mishnah, then you didn't. Again, you didn't have lechem mishnah. You 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 have two prusas now, and you lost lechem mishnah and you lost shleim. So if that's the case, they indeed bring you a, a, a challah. They have one challah left. Then the only thing you can do is be makayim and you have so You can't do lechem mishnah anymore. If they're clever and they're quick on their feet and they see they sense this dilemma, what they will do to help you out is they'll slice it up in the kitchen. And this does work. Slice up the kitchen, bring you two halves of a challah roll, and here you go, so you didn't get shleimim, you got your lechem mishnah. Which one is it better to get? If you only have one or the other, in this case you're going to have one or the other, but it's better to get lechem mishnah than to have the, the shleimim. Shleimim is for the cover of the rachav, but lechem mishnah is the idea of every suda of Shabbos, it didn't Shabbos itself, to have lechem mishnah by every suda Shabbos. Um, okay. How much can be missing from the roll and still be called uh, a shalim? We're talking about shleimim. So this is again, the um, this halacha is the, the bane of everyone who has toddlers in the house who wander around and always manage to find the chalas uh, that you put away for the next suda or that you are, are, are waiting to make a uh, for that suda. So little kids love, they like make a beeline for shleimim for some reason. They'll go for that first. Before If, if they don't have shleimim to mess around, then they'll go for your coffee mug. right? But, but if they have shleimim, they always go for the shleimim first and they pull off pieces of the challah. Um, how much could be missing and it's still called a shalim? So, many years ago I heard from, from someone who's a chash of a person, I heard up to 160th can be missing and it's still echem and mishishim. I haven't found that inside. I didn't do like tons of research, but I haven't found that inside. I once heard such a shir, echem mishishim, it can be missing and it's still called a shalim. The, 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 the shir that I have found is that it's, it's really, not, not, not to put it to a, to a you know, mathematical shir, formula, but what's near-lined, if it's near-lined, if you look at it, I mean, it looks shalim, you don't really see the gouge that your kid made, you don't see the, the piece, the chunk that your kid pulled off, it looks shalim, 
then it's called shalim. You can't tell because you didn't flip it over? Yeah. Yeah, you can't. You got to flip it over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to flip it over. I mean, you can't sit, tell when, it, when, it, when, it, when it's under the challah cover, also, you can't tell, right? You can keep it in the pan, keep it in the foil pan. Yeah, so good question. Good question, David Aaron. But, but, but um, you have to, you got to be erlich about these things. You got to be erlich. Yeah. Can't close your eyes. You got you to check it out. You got to check it out. Anyway, but the good question. So if it looks like, you know, you don't really see right away um, the piece that got pulled off, you can't tell that it's chaser. So it's still called shalim, which makes sense because the, the halach of shalim is it's in covered for the bracha. So if people look at this and say, ah, that's a shalim, that's very mechubedik, so you're mechabed the bracha, you're mechabed the bracha. Oh, wow, shkayach is, surely should be good benched. Okay, we're at the 12 minute mark, so if you, that's how much, uh, if you want to know what to catch up on. Um, all right, there we have the, here, come grab a seat, grab a seat, grab a seat. So, um, which makes sense that it's dependent on what, what uh, the eye sees because, again, the din of shalim is the din of cover for the bracha. And if people see this as uh, a shalim, you're being mechab the bracha, right? The, the, uh, the, this is, um, the, you, you were mechab you were, uh, um, the bracha by using something that everybody will say. Yeah, that, that's a chash of a loaf of bread. That's, that's a whole loaf, so that's covered for the bracha. Um, if... Your kid pulled off a chunk that you, it's very clear, it's very apparent that this is no longer shalim. Um, it's like part of the inside of the challah was exposed, and it's clear that it's not a shalim anymore. So there's an eight so the place can bring down. You can put it, if this happens, Erev Shabbos, you can put it back into the oven and bake it enough so that the exposed part gets that nice golden brown crusty color. Um, so you can, you can, you can um, restore the shalim status by uh, by uh, doing such a thing, um, you know, again, that's that's only going to work if it happens before Shabbos within enough time to pop it back into the oven. Another very common shaila comes up with shleiman is what happens when the challahs are baked together on the on the baking sheets, and when they all the the bukalach, they get baked together. What happens? That's right, they all stick together, right? The special these are stuck together. Look at that. That's right. So this this happens all the time, especially the bakery challahs. Even at home, this happens. So you have to you, you have to you have to peel them apart. You break them apart. So you know inevitably, some part of one challah is going to be stuck to the other challah, right? And vice versa. So what 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 happens to that when it comes to the uh, to the shalom status? So the the can say in such a situation, again, since this is what happens, and since they were baked as individual rolls, and they just got stuck together during the baking process, it's the only way of separating them that does not interfere with their shalom status, because that's how challahs bake, and that's how challahs bake. Again, it's not about you know, it was every challah molecule still there. Um, in, in, uh, attached to this chal, it's about the covet for the bracha. Shleimus has very much to do with with rois bnei adam, with what it looks to, to people. And this is how chal is baked, and this is how chal rolls get separated. And, and so again, if if you didn't do a very good job of separating those chal rolls, and 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 you you know half of this roll went together with the other one, so people look at this. That's not how you separate separate chal rolls. So that would not be called a shalim anymore. But if people like, you know, okay, there's a little strip over here from this one and on that one and that one and from this one, that's how the only way to break them apart that doesn't interfere with the shalim status. Yeah. Would it be more of a to keep them together until after the bracha so you have them? There, there's two here. 
but now they're shalom shalom, shalom shalom, versus breaking them apart, or is it better to see two that are not stuck together? That's an interesting question. It's better to keep them together until, so yeah, I understand, until um, after the bracha. Is that a, called a hitter? Is there a hitter in keeping it together? Because you don't even have to come out to this argument of like that's what happens with chalas. Um, or 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 uh, or is not more or is it better is it is there a hitter in doing that or perhaps is there a hitter in not doing that maybe there's a hitter in dafka breaking them apart to have two proper separate um in your hands that's an interesting question one moment I say it's more of a to break them apart, to have the mile of having them separate as much as possible to make Lecha Mishnah, as opposed to having them stuck together, even though, yeah, they're Aymid Lihiparid, you're about to break them apart, you know, so that's and there is two Chalas that just had to bake together, but at the end of the day, uh, I think there's more of a Milo in actually physically separating them as much as possible, as opposed to relying on the you know, argument that they're, you're about to separate them, um, and and Lamaisa das bnei adam and 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 halacha tells us that they're still called shleimim, even though there's a little bit left on this one from that one, and vice versa. Um, I, I I would think I don't have rise for you right now, but I would think I would think it's better to break them apart to have um, to have uh, to have shleimim mamish. The frat that the mukubalim say mukubalim say that when you make lecha mishnah, I personally don't do this by side. But the Mukubalim say there's a lot of things that Mukubalim say that when the Mukubalim get very excited about Lecha Mishnah. And first of all, they say uh, should have twelve chalos. Do you buy chalos, right? You, who has twelve chalos at home over here? Like twelve? Something called what? Yeah. So there's not. Well, this is not a shalim anymore. But um, pretend if we pretend this is, they say. <coughs> that when you make hamaytzi, there too. Okay, all right. I was just saying these because these are more. Well, have really clean hands in case anyone wants to eat this later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the mukubalim say to take the two loaves and put them back to back like this and hold them in your hands like this. So if these are to be two chalas, hmm. to put the two bottom parts huh. together like that. So obviously you can only do that if you broke them apart, right? You can't if you keep them together oh. for this nice chesed of them being totally, totally shown. You know, they're not going to make them come on very heavy. What? Break them like this. Break them like this. Break them like that, but they're... Uh, Break them like that. <laughs> I see you haven't been, uh, you haven't done much challah baking yet, huh? have you? So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Isn't there, isn't there a din that one should be on top of the bottom? No, that, 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 when it's like this on the chalad board, but when you make the bracha, the mukubalim say to hold like this. Did they give a, a tom? What? Give a tom for that? Probably. Anyway, take, so aren't you supposed to take from the from the bottom one? Um, yeah, one. the shulchan is not going up in Kabbalah. You're telling the shulchan who says that Friday night you should have it like this. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's from Kabbalah also. That's from Kabbalah. The place, the look, that's right. He says that's Alpi Kabbalah also, yes. Machlok is in the Kabbalah? Yes. Machlok is in the Kabbalah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the Machaber says a Friday night you do it like this. You have the, the one you're going to be slicing underneath. Yeah. A little bit, move this one back a little bit. 
Um, and then Shabbos day you flip it around, the one you can slice it goes on top. And then Machabi says, Pusi, he says, Api Kabbal. This is Api Kabbal over there. Uh, Brand is correct. What if it's small hollows, uh, like Kaleos, and, and you don't slice it, or you just take pieces? What are you asking? If you're going to pull it, it's, 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 it's slicing? Yeah, whatever. The one that you're going to be distributing Friday night should be on the bottom, and Shabbos day should be on top. Um, okay, enjoy. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. That's that is as far as defining something as shalim. Um, I actually saw something interesting. You know this idea of the 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 the, the, the guy also he had to, they talk about having the, the twelve chalus because of the why twelve chalus because of the the um, that they distributed on Shabbos Kodesh. The Kaihana made the lechem in the base Hamikdash. So they say that one reason why there's a minig Yisrael to make chalas the way they make them. We make, we don't, we, we make like lo, like a horizontal chalas, these long lobes, like this. The reason, they say that the reason behind that minig is you have two chalas that are like elongated chalas, each one has more or less the tzur of a vav. And you have a vav and a vav, that's 12, so we're all, without realizing it, we're, we're all like, yeah, that's right, we're all, we're all, mukubalim. Um, <clears throat> To a certain degree, without realizing what? What? No, by each suit you're supposed to have twelve. That's right. You have the vav and the vav. Now, there's another minute you throw, um, like Rishonah time to make rand chalas. So I, I haven't seen what the what, what you do with that. Isn't that Sama, Sama. Sama. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, could be. No, but. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. One twenty, ten times the lechem upon What? The circles for the zero. Circles for? For zero. For zero. For zero. Right. Yeah, could be, could be, could be. Okay, anyway, I just want to move on to the, the, one more one more topic over here. Very interesting interesting um, discussion, interesting sugya. That is, so what exactly is the reason why, since there was Lecha mission in the Midbar, we have, um, we have, Lecha Mishnah at our Shabbos table. So um, the uh, um, <clears throat> let's start with one with a Shailan Halacha. You have two two um, chalus at your table Friday night, let's say, and you make the Hamaitzi. Um, <clears throat> You start slicing it up, you take a piece for yourself, you give it out to your guests. What do you do with the other one? What do you do with the other loaf? Is there an Indian to slice up both? Is there an Indian to eat both loaves of the Lechem Mishnah? Let's say it's just you. Is there an Indian to eat both? So so the Mechaber says, we were just talking about before, I mean, when we gave those examples of, you know, the, 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 what you do Friday night and Shabbos morning, it's clear that the Mechaber believes you only, you only slice up one, right? Because if you're slicing up both, um, there, there's okay. There's, there's the one. Hey, you could still argue where you're going to make the first slice, but the mechaber is. It's clear the mechaber believes you only slice one of the two. It says the mechaber, but you say You slice up the lower one. You eat the lower one. And the mission of Rura says immediately picks up on this that it's implicit the mechaber shulchanar believes you only eat one of the two. Says the mission of shahari loy nemar lecha Yes, it says Lechem Mishnah. Yes, the Torah talks about Lechem Mishnah. They got a double portion. But the Lechem Mishnah, the Torah, 
is mentioned in the context of gathering gathering the man. Laktu Lecha Mishnah. That's what the Pasuk says. They gathered Lecha Mishnah. When they gathered on Friday for Shabbos, they gathered a double portion. So what the Mishnah Buru means to say is that the whole Indian of Lecha Mishnah is not about what you eat by the Suda, but what you have present by the Suda. You have present on the table, they, they, they gathered in honor of the fact that they would gather, they would collect for Shabbos a double portion. So we have a double portion present, but it's not. there's no Indian to eat, eat a double portion. The Mishnabur brings down Chalkim. He says that there are those who disagree. Bring down Marshal, a Shla, who says the Marshal and the Shla um, would, would, would um, by their Shabbos table, would eat both, would actually have both, be but to eat both. And he brings down a going that says the same thing. So now, the, the, the Mishnabur anticipates David Aaron's pram over here. But what if you don't have people to eat this, right? Or, or what if you're trying to lose weight for the upcoming Chasana? You need to look good, and you're coming to the home run stretch, and you know carbs. Carbs are a killer. You know, so everyone, everyone wants to know if you, uh, you know, what you eat on Shabbos is a is a big mitzvah, right? Big mitzvah. What you eat on Shabbos, Shabbos essence is a mitzvah. You eat on Shabbos, so it's it's um, is ruchni is the neshama yaseira. So uh, is there? Is you gain weight from the food that you eat on Shabbos? It's the famous Shiloh, Ravel Shiloh, right? So they once asked this to a very big rav. And they asked him, do you gain weight from the food that you eat on Shabbos? He said, absolutely not. You gain it all right after Shabbos is over. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so it, it, what if it's not practical to cut up both chalas? What if it's not practical, Rabbi, to cut up both chalas and eat both chalas? The Mishnah Berura says, the Makbed Allah Hitzah, I say, Gimel chalas gedoylis, Gimel katanis, v'chosudu, but say, achas gedoylis, achas katano. He says, one a way to satisfy this is to to be, you know, Practical have have a larger challah that'll, that'll be there for the meal, and a smaller one that you can use to as the lechem mishnah challah to to be able to eat both and cut both to be mekayim the gain. Ve'olam neigin ka'ashalchanarch says the mishnah However, the minig ve'olam is to go like the shalchanarch to to not be mak to cut more than one at a time. Okay, so this is the psak of the, of, of the shalchanarch that you only um, you only cut one challah by each suda. And in other words, Lechem Mishnah is not a din in consumption, it's a din in the presentation. Okay, everybody got that? That's the opinion of Shulchan Aruch. The whole idea of, Shulchan, uh, of Lechem Mishnah is to be present for the Hamaiti, but not to be involved in the Hamaiti in terms of the consumption. Klar? Okay, that's the Shulchan Aruch. And, and, and the Mishnah Bru is offering, is telling us the reason is because of um, Lechem Mishnah contextually is only there by the Lakita, not by the Achila. So by the gathering, like, not by the eating. So just as a present, do you have to like pick it up? Yes, you have to because it has to be part of the hamotzi. You're making hamotzi on, 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 on both, <coughs> but you're only eating one of them. You do it with the cover. I personally do it with the cover. There's different minhagim, but the reason to do it with the cover is to emulate the mud again. And the mud had a cover above and a cover below. So the challah cover is the cover that was above the mud, and the challah board is the cover that was below the mud. But what do you do? You you, you, you take the cover away. When I slice it, I take the cover off. What? I make hamaitzi with the cover on. Okay, it's brought down to do that because that way, that way uh, it's a zeicher to the man also. And so so the man had a cover above and below. You can have more lechem, just the two that is it's on is the one that you're holding. Right. Yeah, correct. Okay, so this is clearly the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. But he does bring down, the Mishnah Baruch shows us that there is an opinion that, no, you're supposed to eat both. You're supposed to eat both. Um, 
what's the machlekas over here? Is you should be making hamoitzi, and uh, if you should be eating both or eating one, and, and, and like we said earlier, there's a machlekas going on over here. If the, the lecha mishnah is a din in the presentation or a din in the consumption, is it? Is, it's halacha is to be involved just for the for the hamoitzi to be on the table, or is it also supposed to be involved? Are you supposed to eat the lecha mishnah? And, in terms of the Zeich Laman. So what's the Nukut HaMachlik? What's the point of contention over here? So, Ken Zayn Rabbi Yisai, I believe that there may be a, a, a fundamental Machlik that's going on over here, which may, may create a number of other Nafkaminas besides this Nafkamina of um, what's the Lecha Mishnah's involvement. Um, so the Mishnah Buru told us that where the Shulchan Aruch is coming from is what's the whole idea behind having Lecha Mishnah on our Shabbos table is love to, since they, there was a Lakita when they, they came home on Friday, was a double portion that they came to the house, they had a Friday portion and a Shabbos portion. So, so um, that creates this halacha that to, 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 to commemorate the gathering, the double gathering, so we have a, a double portion on the table. This is the Mishnah Baruch offers as the source for the Shulchan Aruch, as a source for the idea of Lecha Mishnah. It's a Zecher for the Lakita. Zecher for the Lakita. <clears throat> there is a Balei Taisis over here in Pashas B'Shalach. Who uh, they bring, he brings down a machlokes rishonim, a machlokes from the Balitosis, which actually is a machlokes about this very topic. About how much are you supposed to eat of the lechem mishnah? You supposed to eat one? You supposed to eat both? Um, he brings down a machlokes rishonim, the Balitosis. We mentioned this briefly uh, Friday night or a Torah, uh, but here he brings it down. The full machlokes is brought down over here, and there's a very interesting machlokes between uh, Reb Avram and Reb Maranon. Maranon. Two, two Balitosis over here we find in the Dasakanim. And the Machlaikas is how exactly the Lecha Mishnah worked. How did the Lecha Mishnah work on Shabbos? So the, the, this Rav Marinun, that, that's the first opinion that the Dasakanim brings down, says the Lecha Mishnah, the way it worked was, was, was the way it sounds like in the Pasuk, love to Lecha Mishnah. That in every week, they, every day of the week, they had a standard portion. They had one ounce of mun on, for Sunday, one ounce on Monday, one ounce on Tuesday. On Friday, they got two ounces, two ounces. So they had th- Friday's portion and Shabbos's portion. A double portion came down to their houses on Shabbos, came down to the fields on Shabbos, wherever they needed to go to get it. Came, uh, came on sorry on Friday and every Shabbos, they got a double portion. Um, that's the first opinion that Taisa brings in. The second opinion, he says, uh, from a. Um, from the uh, Rav Ram. I'm sorry, Rav Ram and Rav Marinon say the same thing. The first opinion goes unnamed. The second opinion is Rav Ram and Rav Marinon saying this together. They say that's not what Lecha Mishnah was. Lecha Mishnah wasn't that they gathered a double portion. That's not what the Pasuk means when Laktu Lecha Mishnah. Lecha Mishnah means that every meal that they prepared from the Mun for Shabbos Kodesh doubled in size. Every Shabbos meal was a double meal. Meaning, they brought mun in on Friday, and they used this mun to prepare their Friday morning breakfast, which was the same size as the, 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 the first meal that they had every single day during the week. And then when they used that mun to start preparing for Shabbos, Lecha Mishnah, the Lecha Mishnah Pasuk means whatever they prepared for Shabbos from that mun doubled in size. Whatever they prepared with the kavan of putting away for Shabbos, doubled. Doubled. How many meals did they put away for Shabbos? So we try to take on that um, that uh, the, the 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 um, 
the Friday night, you know, even though every day of the week <coughs> they got they ate two meals a day back then. So on Sunday they got money for two meals on Sunday, two meals on Monday, two meals on Tuesday. On Friday, the, the first meal was the Friday meal. The second meal they had after Shkia that was already a Shabbos meal. And then on Shabbos they also chapped in two meals, the one in the morning and one before Shkia. So there were three meals that they got um, for Shabbos, even in the Midbar. The, the Friday night was for Shabbos and then they had two Shabbos day. And um, the second opinion that Bali Tais brings down is that so all the food, that, all the meals that they prepared with the man on Friday for Shabbos, they saw it, all those meals doubled. All those meals doubled. And they knew that that was some kind of nace. They knew that was some kind of um, idea that the Rebbeinu wanted them to set aside food on Friday for Shabbos. And whatever they were set aside for Shabbos became doubled in size for, uh, um, uh, in proportion to the meals they ate during the week. That's what Lechem Mishnah means. So Lechem Mishnah doesn't mean there was a double portion. That means there was a, each meal was doubled in size. Um, which means they were eating a lot more in the midbar on Shabbos than they ate during the week. Um, the the, the uh, Rishonim say, the Gemara says in Pesachim, people eat more on Shabbos than they eat during the week. And the Rishonim say, why do you eat more on Shabbos? We all eat more on Shabbos than we eat during the week. The Rishonim say, the Rajbam says over there, there's two reasons why people eat more on Shabbos than they eat during the week. One is because of the Neshama Yaseira. You have a Neshama Yaseira. So you eat more on Shabbos than you eat during the week because of the Neshama Yaseira. The other reason that's given in Pesachim as to why you didn't eat more on Shabbos than they eat during the week is because the food on Shabbos tastes better. That's what they say. That's what the Rishonim. But anyway, anyway, this goes all the way back to the midbar. It goes back to the midbar that they ate twice as much by every suda. Every suda that was made lekavat Shabbos Kodesh had twice the amount. The Friday night was twice a, a weekday meal in the midbar. Shabbos morning was twice the amount, and Shalashudas was twice the amount. What's the nafkamino? So this is an interesting, fascinating discussion that the Bali Tzitz brings in. He says, "What's the nafkamino?" He gives us a nafkamino. Nafkamino would be. <laughs> Are you supposed to have, he says, Lecha Mishnah by Shalashudas? Is there any to have Lecha Mishnah by Shalashudas? Why should that make a Nafkamino? Because he says like this, he says, <clears throat> what would be the reason why we would have Lecha Mishnah by the meals on Shabbos? Because they had extra portions kicking around. And on, 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 um, on, uh, let's, say, let's say that like on a typical day during the week, they would have, they made two loaves, he says. On Sunday, they would make a loaf to eat in the morning and a loaf to eat in the evening. On Monday, a loaf in the morning and a loaf in the evening. So on Friday, they had two extra loaves. Besides the two loaves for Friday, they had two, if you go with the first opinion, they had two loaves for Shabbos. Two for Friday, two for Shabbos. Now remember, the Friday night meal is already considered to be a Shabbos meal. So for Friday night, how many they have? How many they have still kicking around in the house Friday night in the midbar? You go to, they have three. So they have two for the meal and they save and they eat one of them and they put it aside two for the next morning. The next morning, they still have two. Eat one and put one aside for the, the second meal on, on Shabbos. And, and the final meal on Shabbos, they're down to one. So they have two Friday night, two Shabbos morning, and one Shalashudas. If, if you say it was just a, du- a double portion, they had Lechem Mishnah Friday night, they had Lechem Mishnah Shabbos morning. They didn't have Lechem Mishnah Shalashudas. So it says the first opinion tells us there's no need to have Lechem Mishnah by Shalashudas. You don't have Lechem Mishnah by Shalashudas. According to the second, he says, why do you have Lechem Mishnah by Shalashudas? Because every meal of Shabbos is a double meal. Friday night they had two loaves, Shabbos morning they had two loaves, and Shalashudas they had two loaves. So you have Shalashudas by every meal. So there's already Machlegas over here whether they should have Shalashudas by every meal. Um, <clears throat> the first opinion says no, the second opinion says yes. Lemaisa, um, the uh, Shulchanach does bring down that you are supposed to have Lechem Mishnah by Shalashudas. Um, 
we'll get that there in a moment. We do halachically, we do have lechem mishnah by shalshodes, but the balitoyes are making that a machlokes and halacha based on how lechem mishnah worked. The lechem mishnah just mean they had they 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 they, um, they got Shabbos as a portion on Friday, or was it all Shabbos was a double portion? But lechayra rabbi say hashet asni lachi. Now that we have this machlokes in toyes over here as to how the lechem mishnah worked, was lechem mishnah merely just getting Shabbos's portion on Friday? And they just gathered Shabbos' portion on Friday, but there's nothing really extra that came on Shabbos. It was just that Shabbos' came early, or was it Mamish extra? Was every meal on Shabbos doubled? Another nafkamina would be if there's an Indian to eat both loaves by every su'uda. Meaning, what's the reason we have Lecha Mishnah at our Shabbos tish, at our Shabbos su'uda? If you go with the first opinion of Taisis, they had extra, extra loaves kicking around because Shabbos' portion came early. <clears throat> but there wasn't anything per se unique about Shabbos' portion versus the other portion. It just came early, so since it came early, I happen to have <clears throat> an extra loaf Shabbos, uh, Shabbos morning, I happen to also have an extra loaf Friday night, <clears throat> but in terms of the Achila, the, the loaf itself, there's nothing in, inherently different about Shabbos' loaf than Friday's loaf, just since I had extra loaves in my house, so I have extra loaves in your house, but you don't eat more than one. That would be the mechaber. That would be very much in line with the shuru. Laktu, right? They had there was the lakita. They gathered an extra loaf, but there was nothing. Once beyond that, there was nothing special about Shabbos loaf more than Friday's loaf. There just happens to be mathematically had extra loaves in the house, so there wouldn't be any reason to eat more than one. And that would be the mission brewer in according to Shulchan Aruch, just eat one. But according to the second opinion of Avram and Rav Marinun over here in the Dasikanim that there was something special about Shabbos loves. Shabbos loves were double the weekday loves. There was twice as much food on Shabbos, twice as much lechem on Shabbos than during the week. And every single sudai twice as much. And by there would be an Indian to do a zecher to the lechem mishnah, tataki, eat both loaves by every meal. That would be lechayr the marshal, that would be the vilna gain, that would be where the other mafarshim are coming from. If you want to do a zecher to the man, it wasn't just about that you happen to have extra loaves in your house, but you actually had extra food in your the Shabbos' food was double the amount of food so to, to commemorate that you should eat double the amount by the, the su'uda you should have two loaves by every su'uda including shalashuz look the one more nafkamina maybe even two more nafkaminas would be like this Rabbi Said let's throw this out quickly we'll take a question um, uh, <clears throat> so well we have two nafkaminas so far if we speak them out let's speak it out again one nafkaminas should you have is there an need to have one or both by every su'uda Another nafkamina is within Taisus. There's an need to have lechem mishnah by shalashudis. Is there an idea to have lechem mishnah by shalashudis? Taisus makes us dependent on that machlekes. So we saw the Shulchan Aruch clearly believes that there's another reason you should have lechem mishnah by shalashudis, um, because the Shulchan Aruch is going with the opinion that there wasn't a double amount of food on Shabbos. They just got the Shabbos food early on Friday. Yet he still believes he should be having lechem mishnah by shalashudis. The 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 believes that by every meal of Shabbos meal should commemorate the fact that there was a lakita that they happened to gather on Friday. Um, Shabbos is food, but still only eat one loaf. But there is an idea to have it even at your Shabbos table by shalashudis. Okay, but Taisus holds that that would be enough. Taisus holds that that if you believe that nothing extra um, came for Shabbos, just came early, you wouldn't have lechem mishnah by shalashudis anymore. Um, but a third nafkamina would be, is there an idea to have Lechem Mishnah, I'm sorry, not Lechem Mishnah, there's an idea to have Shalashudis on Yom Tif. That sounds a little bit out there. Why would that be nafkamina? So let's back up. Let's ask a, 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 a preliminary, Shiloh. Is there an idea to have Lechem Mishnah on Yom Tif, Rabbi Yisai? Do you have Lechem Mishnah on Yom Tif? What do you guys yes. say? We do it all the time, right? 
So the, that's a, a resounding unanimous. This, of course, doesn't need to have lechem mishanyam because we all do it. That's right. So and that's true. That's what the, the halacha, the shochnar, indeed, paskins based on the rishayim. The rishayim say, yes, you are supposed to have lechem mishnah and yamtiv. Why? Because the man didn't fall on yamtiv either. The yamtiv also. When yamtiv came around the midbar, so they would get lechem mishnah erev yamtiv for yamtiv. So on Shabbos we get lechem mishnah erev Shabbos for Shabbos. We have, uh, we have therefore lechem mishnah Shabbos yamtiv as well. The man didn't fall on yamtiv in the midbar. So you have lechem mishnah for yamtiv also. So far, so good? Okay. But what about Shalashudas? I'm not talking about Lechem Mishnah right now. Now I'm talking about just Shalashudas. There they need to have three meals on Yom Tov. So in Shulchan Aruch, so Mayor Dov is vigorously shaking his head, no, because he, he, he knows that last Yom Tov he didn't have Shalashudas, right? He didn't have Shalashudas. Um, and indeed, well, I didn't bring a, a Chela K over here, but... But um, but indeed, you know, it's okay. We, we'll, we'll look it up later. Tav kuf chav tes is gepaski the shulchan aruch. You don't have shalashudas on yamtiv, like Mayor David is saying. You don't have shalashudas on yamtiv. Um, however, however, uh, the the from the Rambam, the Rambam believes that you are supposed to have lech mishnah yamtiv. I'm, I'm sorry, shalashudas. You are supposed to have shalashudas on yamtiv. And it's brought down that the minig of the chazan ish. Was to go with this Rambam to have Shalshudas and Yamtiv. Shalshudas and Yamtiv. Why are you having Shalshudas and Yamtiv? Shalshudas, everyone with Shalshudas is. What are you going to supposed to sing? Askinus to Dasa and Yamtiv? Right? What, what, right? What's going on over here? How do you have Shalshudas? Why? What's Shalshudas and Yamtiv all about? The Territ is Rabbi Yisai. What exactly is the reason we have um, Shalshudas and Shabbos? So, so um, the Mishnah um, Brewer brings down that it's learned from the Mun. We have a third meal on Shabbos because by the Mun it says Hayoim three times. Hayoim, Hayoim, Hayoim Basada, Hayoim. It says Hayoim three times by the Mun, and that was being said in reference to Shabbos, and therefore. Um, since it says Hayyim there, with reference to Shabbos, so we can't up the Hayyims, we have three meals on Shabbos. Even though the Mun didn't necessarily fall on Shabbos as well, but here we're talking about Shabbos Kodesh, and it says there's an Asmach that says the word Hayyim three times, and that Hayyim, Hayyim, the Yom of the Hayyim is referring to Shabbos, right? Hayyim, 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 switch to Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. So since it says Shabbos three times, we have three meals on Shabbos. So if you go with that, then of course you don't have Shabbos on Yom Tov. Because the Hayyim of the Pasuk is Shabbos and not Yom Tov. That's the Asmachta. That's the source to have Shalashudas. So that's not referring to Shabbos. Referring to, it's not referring to Yom, Yom Tov. It's referring to Shabbos. Okay, so th- that would mean that we don't have um, Shalashudas and Yom Tov, which is what the Mishnah says. What if, though, the... the, um, the let's go back to the Lecha Mishnah. And let's go back to the Cheshwin of Rabbi Avram. What did Rabbi Avram tell us? He said, there's an Indian to have Lechem Mishnah by Shalashudas, and there's an Indian to eat both Lechem and both loaves by every Suda, because the way the Lechem Mishnah worked wasn't that Shabbos' portion came early, but everything they made for the Shabbos meal doubled. Everything doubled. And they had, um, they had uh, two for, um, for um, Friday night, two for Shabbos morning, and two for the 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 final meal, 
if you if you go with this approach, so <clears throat> the um, the cheshbon then doesn't make a difference. There's no difference between Shabbos and Yom Tiv. Everything that they prepared for uh, for any meal with the man that came, the, the man came double, not just for Shabbos but also for Yom Tiv. They got a double amount of food for Yom Tiv as well, not just for Shabbos. And they had they had um, six uh, six loaves, six lechamim, three sets of of lechem mishnah, not just for Shabbos, also for Yom Tiv. If if this is the the um, the source for lechem mishnah, in other words, the the uh, the doubling of the food itself, not the food coming early, then there would be an Indian lechayra to have a shalashudas on yamtiv as well, to have the lechem mishnah shalashudas and to have shalashudas on yamtiv, um, and this would be essentially where the Rambam would be coming from, where the Chaznish would be coming from, and so again, we we three three basic nafkaminas over here. In, in this in the Shiloh, turning going going back to the beginning again, we have a question as to what the source for Lechemishna is. Is Lechemishna? Why do we have Lechemishna altogether? Is because of the Laktu Lechemishna is because extra amount the Shabbos happens to fall early, so they gathered um, Shabbos is early, or is it that anything that they made for Shabbos slash Yamtiv doubled in size? And the three Nafkaminas we're discovering are A, is there an idea, is there an Indian to eat both or just to eat one? B, is there an idea to have Lechem by Shashos? And C, theoretically, is there an Indian to have Shashos even on Yom Tiv? And uh, I wish you have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining. Amen.